Hello everyone, this is Fahim Jackson, and this is episode 117 of my podcast show, In The Know. This podcast is aimed at trying to guide people through the world with a variety of topics. And I'm also using this platform to ask questions and try my best to answer these questions with my viewpoints of the world around me. The following episode introduction speech is for the topic of today. And that introduction speech is regarding how to tell your family you don't believe in God. As a child growing up, I never got into church, to be quite honest. I've not been to church since I was in my mother's house at the age of 18 years old. So now at 34, I often think to myself, was I ever in it to begin with? Then it dawned on me. Maybe I've not been into church as a child now, as an adult, because I never cared. That sounds tough, especially considering I grew up in a God-fearing household. Watching my mother struggle from my viewpoint was seen by myself as an adult issue. I never thought that she was being tested by the devil. Hearing my father had a child that is I. She was a single parent to myself and two sisters. And to me, this was just a reality that we had to learn to deal with, to survive. Yet there was one thing I never did, and that was pray. Prayer to me always seemed rather trivial, because then again, who's truly listening to you? But it worked for my mother. So when something works for the parents, shouldn't it work for the kids? And here's where parents become disgruntled because they are not going to be able to direct their child or children's beliefs. So how do you tell your parents God has no presence in your life? So enjoy and hope you gain something from this episode. Let's start this episode by asking a question. Who is God to society? Our society sees God as a leader and creator of all. He is the one that is the Alpha and the Omega. The man who watches over everyone and blesses those who are willing to do the work. But also, God gives us the free will to act how we choose to behave. This is interesting because he created so much and yet gave people the freedom to act on his behalf. What happens when man operates in a bad way? See, this is what's weird about having a God in the world in which we live. Yet he is still the focal point of so many people's lives. Because we always in times where people don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. So God is someone to which society reaches out to. So God is also a crutch to lean on in hard times and someone to praise in the good times. But this is all of society. So what does the mean for the families? Who is God to families? When you come from a family which prides itself on religion, what are you going to do once your family finds out that you don't believe? Now, some people are not concerned with their family, but this could be a real problem for some who care. A problem for those who come from a culture where they truly respect their family, has to say, this is not a reality for me. Even though my family would have some choice words as to why I have some sentiments, because I grew up in a Christian household, so there would be some choice words which I would discuss in depth later. For now, this is pertaining to families, not exclusive to mine. So in this case, there might be a sit down and discussion as to why. Starting with asking questions, if someone Try luring them in another direction, followed by questions as to if something bad happened that made them turn away from God. And another question would be, is there any way to bring them back to the Lord? Who is God to individuals? Here's where the person comes into play. The person who looks at God in today's society might look at it from a belief standpoint and also an atheist standpoint. Let's assume for this section, this is the person that believes because we will go into a person that turns against it later. For now, people who believe are someone who prays to God to start the day and pray at the end for making it to the home. 
individual who goes to the main house of worship like a church, synagogue, or mosque. You might be devout, but these principles in your children, and of course marry and cohabitate with someone who believes in God just as much as you. An individual might fall under the fundamentalist views of God, which states that the word of the Bible is truth. Then you have the people who are more spiritual because religion is way too strict, restrictive and stringent. These are just a few of the ways in which individuals connect to God. So who is God to me? For myself, I grew up in a house, like I said, as Christian, but I never was this overly religious person. I actually questioned a lot and still until this day, I question religion. It's not something that I have discussed with family, just a feeling that I've kept me my, to myself. But if you were to ask me how I felt about God, I would say my relationship with God is non-existent at the moment, but open to existence. I look at the world from a very different perspective. To me, nature overrides the inner feeling of a religion and a spirituality. So with the Big Bang Theory to the theory of Cro-Magnon Man and up until Homo sapiens today, these are theories that could set me up for problems. Problems which mean a lot of questions and judgments. More judgments will result, especially considering I was raised in a faith-based household. But what do people expect from me? Because I see like the way I see it. Well, let's take a look at some expectations from family as to what they want from a child with regards to their belief system. What parents expect from offspring? As a parent, there's a certain level of expectations that must be expected of them when it comes to religion. Especially if your culture is one that is heavily leaning toward religion. You don't want to upset the parents who gave the template via religion for you to step into the world with confidence. So going against the grain can become a problem for parents. But then again, since when is it okay to impose your rules on your children as adults? I understand when they're young, but as an adult, should you be putting them under that much pressure? Don't get me wrong. They are your children and you cannot tell people what to do with their children. It's just that once they reach adult age, you can only do so much and say so much. If you're a parent, you know that religion has been declining over the years, so don't expect your children to follow the path you have chosen to take in life. So what to tell your parents? Let's say we look at this from a religious standpoint of, I don't know, Christianity. The Christian faith over years has become a lot more lax, especially in the United States. I... No, growing up in a Christian household, you were allowed to step out of pocket and people used to say, everyone makes mistakes. To me, I think that degrades the belief. So when a kid who grows up in a Christian faith and tells your parent that you are not and not willing to believe and belong to this faith, the family does have questions. I think that more understanding conversation will be had, unlike some other religions. America prides itself on diversity, so trying to connect to everyone under Christianity is important because we have to say more than just Christian because depending on the sect of Christianity, the expressing the belief, disbelief, and it can vary. So when growing up in Lutheran might garner a separate response than a Catholic, a Baptist or a Methodist family could also render different responses to a kid telling the parent or parents they don't believe. Well, let's go into another area of belief. How about Judaism? How might the parent interact with the child under this faith base? What is it? What is Judaism? A single God who created the universe and also whom every Jew has a personal and individual relationship with. And this relationship, furthermore, with the God is a covenant. The faith base is a communal base to where the people are personified holiness and ethical behavior to the world. Communal beliefs extend into the usually 
the words us and we when describing the group and not I or mine, like a lot of beliefs. So with what has been said, but what happens if the kid decide to step away from the belief or not to follow? This is interesting because there are people who are not religious in their sentiments and this belief, yet ethnically and culturally, there's a strong connection. So with that, there are already people who don't practice the faith from a religious side. But wait a minute, what if this becomes a trend of non-religious? Because couldn't that hurt the faith base if each generation become less religious? Religion is just as important as the culture and ethnic views. And with each generation of all groups of people declining, could turning away from Jewish faith from the religious side hurt years from now? I would guess the elders might have some choice words. Because to them, times are going to change, but not at the cost of the base, potentially declining. Let's look at Islam. When it comes to Islam, the belief system has pillars that make up the faith. They have the profession of faith, which is the Shahada, the prayer being the Salah, almsgiving, the Zagat, fasting, the Psalm, and the pilgrimage, which is the Hajj. This monotheistic faith was created around 7th century, and the held belief is to live a life with full submission to Allah. Another belief is that all the prophets sent by God have a shared central message, which is a message of monotheism. There are two primary branches of Islam, Sunni and Shia. There is a held obligation that individuals and communities should and need to help people in need, and held fear and respect of Allah, along with helping people with their needs. These people tend to be successful in their humanity needs. So what happens when a person has to present to their family that they don't believe in the faith base? It can be difficult because this is such a conservative religion. There are names reserved for the people who have no belief in the existence of God and his principles. They're called atheists, non-believers, skeptic, and yet also called infidels and heathens. So there might be a more scrutiny with Islam to tell people you don't believe. The fears of you turning away scares family because the submission to the will of Allah is pivotal in your success in life. Because you're going to submit to something or someone. Why not via the faith base? Because anything else is man influence, which is unreliable. Why God is losing with a generation? When you observe the current state of our society, you have to admit the world is changing. And as an adult citizen, you really start to see the change. Younger generations are starting to walk away from the religion as a whole. I spoke about this in prior episodes, about the antiquated views of religion are starting to push away younger people. Now we have to ask these questions about religion. And with the last episode about religion and its control and fears, you can't blame how younger generations who are going to be the future would stray away. Which is a statement that leads into the next section. Will God make a comeback with a generation? Even though God is declining as far as belief, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Because if you walk around a lot of cities, you'll start to see small storefronts. With signs out front that says, Church of God in Christ. And it throws you off, but sometimes you'll see young people in there. That's when it dawns on you that this is a church. We're just used to seeing the conventional churches where there are bigger congregations. But even though these are smaller congregations, they are still practicing. Now, a lot of pastors would say that they are more than welcome to come to a bigger church house. But even though some young people would decline, the pastors would understand I'm sure the pastor is happy seeing young people practice anyways. So with this end statement, while we have to find a way to tell our families if we don't believe in God, no one is truly ready to have a conversation with family regarding their disbelief in God. 
It is something that I rarely talk about because of the discomfort with a lot of people, especially during a point in time where people are losing everything and death is amongst us all. Now, what I will try to do is maintain the hope that people gain via religion, because even though it's widely fictional to many, there's still something inspiring about having a religious base. The words, whether the voice of God or man, you have to admit very little has been written about society regarding making us better, making us feel better, live better, and depart this earth in our final moments with dignity. Thank you for listening to In The Know. And I'll be bringing you another episode regarding religion. The topic will be asking the question, if at all, which religion is in jeopardy of dying on first?